Yes. Let's make a podcast. One, two. Welcome to Podcasting for Fun and Profit. I'm your host, Leighton Hart. We've got a meaty episode for you today. If, if meat isn't your thing, that's cool. Let's just say it's a nutrient-dense episode for you today. Right off the bat, listen, I'm always dying to know what you're listening to. So right there, right where you are, just yell out the name of the podcast you're listening to this week. Go for it. Oh, I, okay. I didn't plan that well at all. Turns out, I can't hear you when you do that. I got to try something different next time. Hey, do this for me. Once a week in my Instagram, I post a... W-A-Y-L-T post. What are you listening to? W-A-Y-L-T is short for what are you listening to? So jump over there and tell me what you're into right now. That's on at podcast fun and profit. Instagram at podcast fun and profit. And look for the what are you listening to post because I'm always dying to find new shows. I've been listening to this show called Switched on Pop, which is a podcast about the making and meaning of popular music it's hosted by musicologist Nate Sloan and songwriter Charlie Harding. What they do is they just sit down and they take apart uh, popular songs and tell you why it works, why it doesn't work, what's great about it, what's innovative about it, why why these songs are hits. Sometimes it's just them talking. Sometimes they're talking to the artists. It is fascinating. Uh, recently, they sat down with J.P. Sachs and talked with J.P. about writing If the World Was Ending with Julia Michaels. And then I'll also listen to the episode they sliced and diced driver's license, which is the biggest single of the year so far. I think they said the driver's license, it broke the record for the most song streams in a single day. And so they wanted to see why it works. Go check it out. It's a fun podcast. It's called Switched on Pop. Today, we're talking about a topic that many of us think about at one point or another, and it's money. Money. So now all of us got into podcasting for very different, very individual reasons, right? But most of us have at some point thought, I wonder if this podcast could make me some money. And I will go ahead and give you the answer. Let's just cut right to it. Yes. Yes, your podcast can make money. But like anything else, and especially like MLMs, 99.99% of people podcasting don't make more than a few dollars a month from their podcast. And then there's like the 0.01% of podcasters who make millions from their podcast. So there's a lot of ground to cover in between. But I think my opinion and the way I look at it with the right approach and by knowing who your listener is, the opportunities for making money with your podcasting are actually pretty dang good. I've got a huge list of ways that you can make money with a podcast. And I I really want you to walk away from this episode with a handful of ideas that will fit your show, that'll fit your goals, fit your personality, and that will help bring the cash register for you. Now, let's start. The very first place to start is by talking about the two types of income that a podcast can earn. And we'll call those direct income and indirect income. So when I say direct income, I mean money that you generate, which is based on the content of your podcast. Direct income means that you basically your podcast is the product itself and you're finding ways to sell against the product and earn money. Indirect income, on the other hand, is money that comes when you use your podcast to sell other goods and services that don't involve you selling the content of your show. All right. We'll talk more about that. In, in this episode, we're going to talk about direct income. And I've brought together 
a lot of material for you that we're going to break this so much. In fact, that we're going to break this topic up into two episodes. So we'll cover direct income in this episode. We will cover indirect income in another episode because this thing would be nine hours long if we tried to do all this in one episode. And you'd end up confused and frustrated. And uh, that's not how I want you. I want you happy and clear and uh, focused. So, all right. So don't sweat it if we get to the end of this podcast and you're not 100% clear on what direct and indirect income is. So by the time we turn out the lights on this second episode in this series, it'll be crystal clear. I promise. Okay, for now, let's look at seven ways you can earn direct income from your podcast. Seven quick ways. Let's do it. Number one, ask your fans to donate. The easiest way to monetize a podcast is to go straight to your listeners and ask them to support you with donations. The most well-known way, there's all kinds of ways popping up to do this, which is really cool, but the most well-known way so far is through Patreon. Uh, There's other really simple ways to do it too. Like, for example, if you have PayPal, Stripe, or Cash App uh, and a website for your podcast, uh, you can ask for donations and then just post your PayPal, post your Stripe, uh, you know, shout out your, your Cash App. And then drive your listeners over there. If you all are are dying to support this podcast, like right now, right as you're listening, Cash App, Market Street Media, all one word, Market Street Media. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I don't ask people for money very much in this uh, career. So anyhow, uh, if you're going to do this, if you're going to ask for donations, it's nice to do something for your donors in return. I've heard of some podcasters sending handwritten notes Some give a shout out to their donors by name at the beginning of an episode. Others send small gifts as a token of appreciation. So it's nice to have something to give back in return for the people who support your podcast. Method number two to earn money from your podcast is to sell sponsorships or ads. So if asking for donations is the easiest way to monetize, because really all you have to do is say, when you're asking for donations, say, hey, can you donate? Go here. So if that's the easiest way, sponsorship is the most common. It's the one people do most often. It's also relatively easy because you don't have to create or sell anything. What you're you're offering has already been made. It's your podcast. It's the content that you put out weekly or twice a month or however often you publish. All you need to do is work out a deal with the sponsor. If you're wondering what what these sponsorships or ads are, I guarantee that you have heard a piece of sponsored content on a podcast. Just in case you're not sure, though, an ad or a sponsorship is that part where the podcaster takes a break from the the content, the programming, to say something like, this episode is brought to you by Chest Hair Brand Whiskey. If you're looking for a whiskey that will literally grow hair in your chest, look no further than Chest Hair Whiskey. Something like that, you know, where they, they break for just a second to tell you about a product. Sponsorships, these pay according to how many people listen to your show. As you get more listeners, your income will grow. But on the flip side, it's also tough to make any money at all if you don't have a lot of listeners. Ads or sponsorships are usually separated into what's called pre-roll and mid-roll ads. Can you guess where a pre-roll ad goes? And can you guess where a mid-roll ad goes? Yeah, that's right. Pre-roll goes at the beginning, right before you dive into the episode's content. And with a mid-roll ad, that goes in the middle. You stop the show in the middle of an episode for a minute or two to say a word about the sponsor. And so the, the benefit to your sponsor is hopefully right there in the middle, you know, your your listeners are highly engaged and tuned in and will put up with listening to the ad or the sponsorship in order to, to get through to the other side and get the rest of the content. 
So if you're just getting started, it might be that nailing down a local sponsor can get you started and will pay actually at a better rate for you. It's probably honestly less time consuming than trying to nail down a deal with a major brand. So don't forget to look locally for sponsors, people you do business with or or local businesses, things like that. All right, number three, join an ad network. That's the third way to directly monetize your podcast. Ad networks are big sites that play matchmaker between brands and podcasters. So what you do is you go to these sites, you create a profile, and then that network will try to find brands that are a good fit to advertise on your show. Some of the best-known ad networks out there are AdvertiseCast, Midroll, Podcorn. Yeah, Podcorn. It's a weird title, but it's memorable. And Podgrid. So you can go check those out, get a feel for you know, what you have to do to get involved with those. Number four, create and sell access to exclusive episodes. So once you have a solid base of listeners, there's a good chance a lot of them will pay you to get access to special or exclusive episodes or other content. Some examples of these special episodes or exclusive content would probably would be things like uh, early access to upcoming episodes, like you know these, these people who are paying you get to hear them a week before everyone else does, or a special Q&A with a popular guest, so, or even entire episodes that are made only for people who are willing to pay. Patreon, back to Patreon, is, it's a great place to post special content that listeners can only access if they've paid. Number five, and this is an interesting idea, sell access to your archive. So if you've been podcasting for a while, you can take your old episodes or some subset, some batch of your old episodes and put those behind a paywall. Let's say you have a show uh, like this where you alternate back and forth between teaching or answering listener questions and then interviewing other experts in your field. So you could take all the expert interviews and put that batch of old episodes behind a paywall. So people, you know, to access your, you know, your, your expert, you know, cabinet mastermind, you know, study library, um, you know, you could charge to access that particular batch of episodes. Now, listen, I understand people have strong feelings about paywalls, about paying for content, um, but I can't, you know, I can't tell you how many times I've, I've cursed my phone after I've tried to read an article that ends up being behind a paywall. So I get it. But here are two thoughts that I would share with you. Number one, not all of these monetization ideas are going to sit right with every podcaster. So uh, putting up a paywall for your content, that just may not be the right idea for you. You may not like that, and that's fine. That's why I said earlier in this episode that how you end up monetizing depends a lot on your personality and what you think is right for your listeners. Second, the people who love you and love your show and who think you provide a lot of value probably actually will pay for your content. Remember, they like you and they want to support you. So if the price is right, plenty of people won't mind getting their wallet out to get your stuff. Number six, I love this idea. Sell your podcast as a book. This is a genius idea. I wish I'd thought of it, but it doesn't matter that I didn't because we can all still do it. I actually have a friend who's been down this road and exploring this, and it's easier than you might think. So if you have a lot of episodes in your archive, You can take all that content and turn it into a book and then sell that book to your fan base. The best part is you don't even have to sit down and slave over a keyboard. So you can outsource pretty much the whole thing, like compiling it all, writing it all, editing it all to freelancers. And you do that through sites like Upwork. So how cool would it be to add published author to your LinkedIn without having to actually sit and write a book? 
That's the dream, right? All right, number seven. Our final way to create direct income from your podcast is post your show to YouTube. Friends, you would be shocked to find out how many people go to YouTube first to find podcasts to listen to. In fact, one of my clients gets, oh gosh, uh, three or four times as many views on YouTube for his podcast when he posts it there as he does for the audio version that goes out to Apple and Spotify. His audience, they just, they like to see it more so than, than listen to it. The benefit of posting your podcast to YouTube is once you build a decent following on YouTube, you can enroll in what's called their partner program, which means they will place ads on your videos and they will give you some of the money they collect for those ads. You don't really have to do anything except keep posting videos. That money that you get from the partner program, it'll start small you know, as you're building your base of, of views and uh, subscribers and things like that. But that pile, you know, that, that trickle can turn up into a big stream over time, big money over time, especially if you build up a large audience and start pulling a lot of views. So there's a few different ways to post your podcast to YouTube. First, you can just run a video camera while you record your episodes and then post that video of your entire episode to YouTube. The other way is to post an audiogram of your episode to YouTube. Audiogram doesn't actually have you in it. It's just the audio from your podcast with a fixed image that shows up for the YouTube watcher. So an easy and free way to make audiograms of your episodes is using the app Headliner. All you need to do to set up an account on Headliner is uh, just give them your name and email address, and then you enter the main link to your show's RSS feed, and Headliner will take it from there. You can even automate the process so that every time you publish a new episode of your podcast, Headliner, they just go ahead and make your audiogram and email it to you when it's ready. It's good stuff. All right, now we have covered seven ways to earn direct income from your podcast. And if you tuned in later, fell asleep, talking to you, Brandon, here's that list again. So number one is ask for donations. Number two, sell ads or sponsorships. Three, join an ad network. Four, sell exclusive access to episodes. Number five, sell access to your archives or some subset of your archives. Number six, turn your podcast into a book. Number seven, post your podcast to YouTube. That's a lot of ways to make money. But remember, this is only one part of this little series. So in part two of two, which will come out shortly, we're going to talk about how to earn direct income from your podcast. Excuse me, indirect income from your podcast. And there's a lot of money to be made there. So do me a favor. If you've learned anything from today's episode, will you jump over to Apple and rate and review this podcast? Remember, I feed my children the stars that you leave in your ratings. So please always make sure you're giving me five stars ratings it's for the kids y'all all right until next time i'm leighton hart happy podcasting friends